Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Softy Mahler, KJR Seattle with us on 365 Sports. Well, UW did it. They ran the table. Penix and uh, the Huskies sweep Oregon. And uh, and Dave's set up now. They get a chance to take a deep breath. Do they need that after the, the gauntlet of the Pac-12? Yeah, well, first of all, how about that, boys? How about that? How about that? How about UW going 13-0? and How about Washington, man? After week six against Oregon, Duck fans are flapping their gums, running their fat mouths about getting together again in Vegas. And, hey, things are going to be different when we see you guys on a neutral field. Wrong. Because UW beat Oregon's ass worse than Vegas than they did in Seattle. And, yeah, this is a damn good football team right now, Dave, and they're they're picking up some steam, but they definitely need a couple of weeks off here, man. Michael Penix, Dylan Johnson, uh, they're great running back number seven. Don't know if you guys saw the game Friday in Vegas. He was a freaking animal in that game. Uh, they got first and 20 on the last drive of the game for UW after a holding penalty, and Dylan Johnson says, you know what, don't worry about it. I, I got it myself. I got all of it myself against a really good front seven guys, against a defense that was really solid the entire year. But that was until UW came to Vegas and tore them up on national TV and got to 13-0. And now we get your boy Stark, my old guy up here in Seattle, and the Texas Longhorns, baby, coming to town in New Orleans on New Year's Day, and I can't wait. <laughs> um what do you feel Let's about go! <laughs> what do you feel about the the oh. matchup with Texas? I mean, you you saw them in a bowl game last year that doesn't really, uh, right? You know, doesn't really translate in, in modern uh, college football because of opt outs and all that. But uh, this right. is two pretty high flying offenses and solid D's. Yeah, I mean, look, anybody who looks at the Alamo Dome or the Alamo Bowl a year ago and says, well, we got this because we beat, it's just, it's, it's apples and oranges. You're exactly right. It's stupid. I mean, Bijan Robinson built out of that game, didn't even play. Uh, now you got Jonathan Brooks. You got a great depth, I think, at, at running back. If I'm not mistaken, you guys can tell me, but it feels like Texas has a lot of depth at the running back spot. Um, it's going to be a totally different animal. Uh, versus where they were a year ago. There's no question about that, man. I mean, this this Texas run defense is really, really good, as you guys know, really, really stout. Uh, I think Washington is going to be able to throw the ball on Texas. I, I don't know if they'll be able to run it the way they did against the Oregon Ducks, but, uh, dude, I think you're right. I think it's going to be a, a high-scoring game. I think you uh, better carve out about four hours for the entire thing on New Year's Day. And the over might hit by halftime. That's what I think. Yeah, you won't have to worry about Jonathan Brooks. He's hurt, so he, he's out. But they have a, some five-star youngins that have already kind of stepped in and, and really done their thing really well. And I am very curious to see how Washington's able to, to run the football against that Texas defense. They are, yep. are something else. But uh, I'm also curious to see how Michael Penixon is able to do uh, facing this Texas defense. Softy, what's your Heisman pitch for Michael Penix? It seems like he was in that conversation, and then he just really wasn't. And it was more about yeah. both. Nicks and it was Jaden Daniels right. and Jaden 
McDaniels, right. with all due respect, is not playing in the types of games that Michael Penix is playing in. So what is your thoughts on, on Penix and the Heisman Trophy? Well, that's exactly what my argument would be, that between him and Bo Nix and Marvin Harrison and Jaden Daniels, he's the only one that's 13-0. and 0. Uh, He's the only one that survived the gauntlet of the schedule that college football threw at him. He played Bo Nix twice, and he beat him twice, once in Seattle and once in Vegas on a neutral field. Uh, he had to make throw after throw after throw in the clutch because every game Washington played for the final two months was close. I mean, guys, go look at where UW was uh, in the fourth quarter of all these games uh, going back to the last maybe eight or nine weeks. Every single game was a four-quarter game, and Michael Penix made the play when he had to in every single game. May not be a big touchdown pass. It may not be a 50-yard bomb, but laser beams to the sideline on third and two to Jalen McMillan in the game on Friday against uh, 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 in Vegas against the Ducks. Laser beam to Roma Dunze on third down to beat the Oregon State Beavers. Play after play, he delivered when the spotlight was brightest. And look, I mean, Oregon, to their credit and to Bo Nix's credit, they were blowing people out of the water, right? I mean, I totally get it. I mean, Bo Nix is certainly one of the premier players in college football. But there's only one guy that beat Bo Nix, and he beat him twice. And Michael Penix had way more pressure on him and a much brighter spotlight than Jaden Daniels did. Because LSU was out of this a month and a half ago. And he could just post and pat his fat stats to the box score and throw up, you know, 19 touchdowns against Georgia State or whoever the hell it was they played uh, in, uh, in November. So I think from a pressure perspective, from a clutch perspective, nobody can hold a candle, I think, to number nine, man. Nobody. Garrett Ross is an LSU fan. But, Garrett, you're over there going, yeah. I mean, we've hey, talked about the Heisman. He's right. He's 1,000% yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, listen, guys, I got I got a bail on you. I got uh, something going on here back in the studio, but let's do it again before the bowl game. All right. All right, buddy. Good to have you. Softy. Dave Softy Mahler, KJR Radio in Seattle. This has been a Rogue Media Network 